0: Welcome to the Two Principles Podcast, the ultimate destination for principals, leaders, and educators.
1: That's right, we're diving deep into the important stuff, the ups and downs of mental health, the secrets to managing stress effectively, figuring out that elusive work-life balance,
0: and mastering the art of being an effective leader. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embark on an incredible journey with us as we explore the fascinating world of life and leadership.
1: So whether you're a principal, leader, a busy parent, educator, or someone on a mission to make a positive impact in the world, this podcast
0: is for you. The Two Principles Podcast, life and leadership talk inside and out, a better you makes for a better today. It starts with you.
1: One, two,
0: three, four. Yeah. Yes sir! What's hey, happening? Kevin, are uh, you got... You got any chips or anything with you today? You know what? Are you... Are you, are you empty? No, I'm not empty, but I want okay. something other than chips. What'd you get? What is that there? Well, avocado toast
1: with some uh, alfalfa sprouts that I grow. Ooh. Mm. Yeah.
0: So it's just like a salad or what? <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> a salad here. Hey, that's good, you know. That that's good that you're trying to eat a little bit healthier there. I picked up a bag of I don't know if you've had these before, but they've got a hint of Serrano, but they're sea salt vinegar potato chips. And I, let it, listen, pal, uh I can't even get this bag. Can you see this bag now? This bag Damn. right here uh is pretty much empty because I came home, I opened it up and I'm just crushing. I don't know, do you like potato chips? I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, no, I love not, uh, it's not my go to, but Oh, well, potato chips, but yeah, you put a little uh, sea salt vinegar and then it's got this hint of serrano on it. Oh man, it's just, mm-hmm. they're just marvelous, my friend. Well, hey, are you uh, ready to rock and roll here today? I am, let's do it. Let's raise that frequency, man. Yeah, let's go spread some good out in that podcast universe as you're chowing down on that. <laughs> hey, episode 2P46. Hey, we're excited to be hanging out with you today. I'm Jason Paris.
1: I'm Kevin Jost
0: and we are the two principals.
1: Hey, if this is your first time checking out the 2P pod, we really appreciate it. We know you have a wealth of options out there in the podcast universe, so taking time to sit down with us and have conversations about things that we care about is greatly appreciated.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and again, I just want to let folks know we're we're just, we're under that indie podcast, so it's just Kevin and I, we're two principals, We're 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 just two guys uh, trying to live life and, and love life and, and just try to get better at what we do each and every day. Uh, and it's just, there's no crew here. We don't have a crew, a setup crew, anything like that. Kevin and I are the ones <laughs> trying to do everything. So if you think it sucks, well, it's it's because it, it, it's <laughs> Kevin and I. Uh, we don't have anybody to blame except ourselves. We, hey, we don't edit our podcasts either. I know there's a lot of podcasts out there that are cut and get out their ums and ahs and all that stuff. This is just a clear cut podcast for principals, leaders, educators, anybody else that just wants to hear what uh Kevin Jost, and Jason Paris have to say because we just love hanging out, enjoying life and trying to get better every day one step at a time, one conversation at a time. Hey Kevin, I shared the uh song with you so could you play our song today that actually it's it's with it goes with the uh kind of title of what we're going to be talking about here.
1: Yeah, I did not I, I did not know this one when he sent it to me. So here we go. Here we go.
0: You know I love that organic cooking.
1: Always ask for more. And they call me Mr. Natural. On down to the health food store. I only eat good sea salt. White sugar don't touch my lips.
0: That's my right, baby.
1: they begging me to take them on macrobiotic trips. Yes, they <laughs> are.
0: So this is called Junk Food Junkie by Larry Gross. Uh This was a humorous song that explores the guilty pleasure of indulging in unhealthy junk food. Uh, it was performed by Larry in 1976. Again, the song tells the story of a man who presents himself to a health conscious individual during the day, but secretly indulges in potato chips, peanut butter and chocolate chips like Principal Paris when nobody's watching. Now,
1: I'm, I'm uh, reading the lyrics right now. As it's it's pretty funny.
0: <laughs> no, it is a good one. And we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about uh, the importance of nutrition and being a leader, uh, being an educator, uh, just being a person and just trying to embark on, you know, putting themselves in a, in a better spot and, and really the importance of nutrition. And you and I, have had our experience with it, and there's some stuff we're going to share today, from statistics to some uh, research, uh, some questions you and I are going to be talking about, and we will go from there. But I thought that was kind of a fun little song there, kind of pokes a little fun at, uh, you know, uh, all that stuff. But uh, junk food junkie, uh, it is a pretty funny song. Uh, so with that, Kevin, I want to touch base with the mailbag. Yeah. So. Mailbag time. Uh, again, if you're a, a listener out there and you want to check in with uh, Kevin and I, the two principals, please give us an email. We love to hear from our listeners. Again, that's the number two principals, P-R-I-N-C-I-P-A-L-S, podcast at gmail.com. And uh, this week, Kevin, uh, got a few uh, responses. Uh, but this one I wanted to share because this came from a parent. Okay. And so I'm going to, uh, this is a parent that uh, was listening to the show last week. And last week we talked um, about the cost of mental health and really mental health support. And that's episode 2P45. So if you haven't checked that out, uh, I thought that was a great uh, episode. It's it's obviously near and dear to my heart. It's near and dear to your heart. And we talk a lot about that. But the question came in and I'm going to have you answer this question because I, I, I got it. And I was like, well, wow, that's, a, that's a pretty cool question because it, we talk a lot about the adults and leaders, but this parent wants to know if you can provide some practical uh, examples of how uh, a student can incorporate some self-care techniques into their daily routines to promote, hmm. you know, their their own mental well-being. Because, you know, there's so much that we're doing uh, as adults, but what can we do to help uh, students?
1: Yeah, I know. That's a good one. Um, and obviously, there's a ton of ton of strategies, I think. Some of the 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 quick and easy ones are you know, s- simple as getting getting kids to understand how to breathe um, mm-hmm. and just I mean it doesn't take long. I mean if you're if you're feeling that kind of quell up in you and and um, kind of well up in you rather and and you're you're starting to feel that pressure um, Just something as simple as 30 seconds of of uh, paying attention to your breath and and trying mm-hmm. to, um, slow things down. I mean, that's that's one simple, um, uncomplicated strategy. Um, some other things that come to mind are, you know, obviously if students are feeling that way, you know, it's probably having something to do with some form of anxiety. Um, mm-hmm. Some more complicated strategies I think might include having students reflect on on the things that they're actually anxious about um, and trying to have a better understanding and a better relationship with with anxiety. I think a lot of times kids don't really understand what anxiety is and they might have a negative response to it. But I mean, when you really think about it, you're anxious about things that you care about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if kids understand that. So, you know, there's lots of stuff going on in the world right now that I don't think twice about. Well, then that, to me, that's, I don't care about those things. But if mm-hmm. I, if I'm worried about, you know, giving a speech, well, why am I anxious about that? Well, because I, I want kids to see me. I want my peers to see me as competent okay, mm-hmm. so let's explore that. And, and so I think that's a, 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 more complicated strategy, but, um, so there's, there's an easy one and a more, and a kind of more difficult one.
0: Yeah. I th- those are great, uh, techniques and, and tips. I think three things that pop in my head as you were talking, one is, uh, would be could, and you kind of said this, but reflection that could be as simple as journaling, mm-hmm. right? J- having, having a, your student, uh, create a journal, Uh, Just for even if it's doodling, drawing, uh, you know, writing out kind of how they feel could be simple. Uh, Another piece that comes to mind is just trying to uh, maybe take breaks from social media and screen time. And if that looks like if you start with a 15 minute break, you start with a half an hour break, an hour break, but just getting off of social media for a little bit. And the last thing is I don't think enough students get outside and get the fresh air and really uh, get out into uh, the universe and nature and all that stuff. So those are three simple things that I would say: uh, get outside, journal, uh, and, and just stay away from some of that uh, social media time because that that can really, I mean, that gets adults in, in trouble as well too. But that's a great question, and uh, appreciate those that are checking in with us and just um, just thanking us. And, and we are just grateful for our, our listeners. We're grateful for the Two Principles community uh and just everything that we're talking about this is all near and dear to kevin and i's heart uh we care about uh ourselves we care about other people and we want to just have these conversations because the jobs that we're in as educators as principals as leaders they're difficult they're hard and so we want to make sure we're talking about these issues that we're talking about in mental health and now today we're going to talk about Ah, uh, the importance of nutrition and and why that's important. But Kevin, two principles newsletter, yep. one of my favorite, uh, and I love it. You know, we put these together. It's a topic that you and I talk about, and then we we share kind of our our insight strategies, some motivation behind it. Where can listeners check in and find that? and uh, what can they what can they get out of that? Yeah, the
1: best way to find us is just hop onto our website, twoprinciples.com right there at the bottom of the homepage. You can put your name in, your email address. You will get uh, an email that you'll have to confirm. Uh, Once you click on uh, the email confirmation, you're good to go. You'll get our uh, uh, newsletter on Sundays. We send that out usually midday, and that's the only email you will get from us that week. We just do one email a week, and and I like to call it, you know, it's just these little short kind of prompts that kind of get you thinking for the week it's a it's a great way to i think kind of wrap up your weekend or as you start heading into the new work week and it's just something to get your mind thinking about um little tidbits of information that we kind of put out there you know we have we have quotes we have uh challenge of the week um you know just stuff like that some strategies it's it's not a long read. I mean, literally, what would you say? Three, four minutes. You can read the whole oh, thing. Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And I think it's a great way, like you said, just to kind of center yourself before you mm-hmm. start the week. We have a little piece on there with, with mindfulness, always you know, making sure you're checking with yourself. And uh, so, yeah, if you haven't signed up, uh, check us out. Uh, we'd love for you to do that. Obviously, we, we talk a lot about these uh, topics, too, on the pod here. Yep. Again, grateful for the support. Grateful for the feedback grateful for the subscribers the likes all that stuff we are just um yeah and check us out too we we throw some stuff out uh out on our social media accounts as well too uh you know big one we, we try to get out there is on x or twitter there we're putting stuff out there we also have some uh some insights out on youtube uh instagram uh even you know tiktok not as much but those are some ways that you can also kind of follow us and check in with us the two principles here just trying to Hey, uh, live and lead with purpose and and have a little bit of fun and make sure we're taking care of ourselves. So Kevin, your favorite show or your favorite time of the show, it's the random question question of the show, and it has to do with the topic that we're talking about today. So here it is for you. So this episode's question, would you rather only be able to eat your favorite food for the rest of your life or Mm. be able to try a new unique dish every day?
1: Oh no more chips and salsa! Uh,
0: <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm,
1: well, gonna might. You... I'm gonna surprise you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with option two. Um, yeah. Speaking of nutrition, I, I I've told people this. You know, for those that don't know, um, my wife and I are 100 percent plant based. Um, we're going on eight years, I think, of that. And I would say one of the biggest surprises <laughs> from making that switch is. I increase the the um, the the variety of food that I that I eat now, and I and I never. I mean, there's so many things that I have discovered over these last seven and a half eight years that I never knew existed. So I I've really enjoyed that process of making new dishes and trying new flavors and spices and whatever they are. So I'm gonna go with option two.
0: Yeah, I, I would do I would do that too, and I think uh, you know as much as I love. Uh, pizza, and some of those other things. Uh, I, I like those unique dishes. And and you, uh, just as like me, uh, made some major changes to my uh, diet. Very much clean. I call it a clean eating. Uh, very organic um, uh, stuff. Some of the dishes that, uh, you know, Becky and I put together now are just amazing. Just in, in the quality of them, the ingredients, the, the stuff that we're putting in our bodies, just uh, great. And I uh, getting away from all the processed food, getting away from all the other garbage that goes in. But I I too would take that unique dish every day. It would be a surprise, but you know what? Surprises can be good. And so, uh, yeah, and maybe you'll get that chips and salsa in there at one yeah, point or other. for so. sure. All right, so the topic today, Kevin, we've been telling people it's about nutrition, the role of nutrition yep. and leadership success. Some of the things that I guess I want you and I to be thinking about is kind of fueling success, unveiling Uh, some of the secrets, uh, of highly successful leaders, the power of healthy choices, how nutrition can propel you to leadership excellence, you know, from the plate to power, unleashing your leadership potential, uh, with the right nutrition, uh, building strong foundations, how nutrition impacts principal leadership, all that stuff, gut feelings, uh, empty calories, empty leadership, uh, you know the question are principals neglecting the role of nutrition are yes. leaders neglecting the role our educators neglecting the role of nutrition because it is a big part of what we do so with that kevin mm-hmm. i want to uh just again welcome everybody to the episode and just know that we are going to be uh there's so much about the importance of being an effective leader but how does nutrition come into play with that? And so, we're gonna we're gonna dive into that. I'm gonna ask you some questions, okay. and we're gonna go back and forth on this thing. But the research suggests, obviously, that a healthy diet. Now, when I when when I'm using the word diet today, that's not something that I mean that you're trying to necessarily lose weight. It's the food you're putting in your body, the nutrition that you're putting in your body. It's not so it's something. Not some it's not
1: something you're gonna do for six weeks and then do something different. No. no no, no it's, talk it's, about the way, it's the way it's the way you term eat stuff.
0: it's the way you eat yeah the way yeah, you yeah. eat, the way and, you eat. D- it, it, and i first thing that we'll say is um the way you eat that can be i mean there's so many different ways you can eat healthy i mean you've talked about the way that you and your wife do it uh you know myself even my wife she's a little bit different than what she does but there's just there's so many different ways that you can take care of uh, your nutrition and do it uh, the way that works for you. So that's what we're going to be doing. So um, I am trying to.
1: I want to point uh, out, too, that, yeah. you know, just make sure listeners understand we're not
0: we're not doctors.
1: We're, we're not yeah. telling you exactly what you need to do. Um, if you you know, there's all sorts of different approaches that that people take when it comes to the way that they eat. And if you want, you can probably find research that supports whatever whatever way that is. So yeah. just understand that you got to do your own research. And at the end of the day, you got to do what what works for you. Um, I don't personally believe that being 100% plant-based is the best approach for everyone. I think there's probably people that, that, that don't feel good if they do that. Um, and on the other end of that spectrum, there's the carnivore diet, where there's people that do nothing but eat meat. And, and that might not be good for them either. Might not, but maybe it is. I don't know. Right, um right. So you gotta do, you gotta do your research. And and like I said, there's there's contradicting uh, research out there out there. So you're gonna be able to find whatever it is that you want to support. And, and
0: one of the things, you know, I I I've been doing a lot since we have this topic, I've been doing a lot of reading this week and over the weekend about this. And really at the end of the day, it's kind of what you said. Um, I don't necessarily think there is a perfect way for somebody to eat, but it there has to be a way that works for them, and they they should probably do uh, some work on you know do some maybe some blood work, find out what works, what doesn't work. But at the end of the day, if you can eat what they're what I'm gonna say clean, where you're putting in you know non processed foods, you're you're limiting your sugars and all that stuff, you're gonna feel better. And so we're gonna talk about that. Cause there's a connection between nutrition and your cognitive function. We're going to talk a little bit about energy and resilience. We're going to talk about emotional intelligence and mental well-being and how nutrition uh, can affect uh, that. We're talking about how, how as leaders we have to lead by example and our behaviors and our habits and inf- influence those around us as well too, you know, uh, for the people that are, that are watching Then we're going to share some practical tips.
1: And now a word about our partner, Healthwise behavioral health and wellness. As a team of experienced licensed psychologists, clinical therapists, medical professionals, and mind-body practitioners, Healthwise offers a wide range of mental health services for individuals of all ages. Healthwise is grounded in a philosophy that considers the whole person located right here in Maple Grove, Minnesota. Healthwise is ready and able to assist you with becoming the best version of yourself. And now back to the show.
0: Oh, we're ta- yeah, we're going to talk about hey the the whole thing about you know why we're talking about this. There's a lot of different um, you know statistics out there, mm-hmm. and I know you and I were talking about this this week. So uh, why don't you talk uh, about some of the ones that you and I uh, found out there that I think are important when paying attention to nutritional habits? And I got my dog here. Yeah, I hear. I attention hear. Too. That's
1: good. That's good that's that's a de-stressor right there that is that is. all right yeah some of the things we've kind of uh, pulled up you know we're not like you know super big into um, pulling up stats and whatnot but we like to look up a few things here and there and um, WHO World Health Organization right Um, an unhealthy diet is a leading risk factor for non-communicable diseases we're talking cardiovascular disease, um, diabetes, and then uh, certain types of cancers. Um, let's see. Another study we found published that uh, uh, poor diet is responsible for more deaths globally than any other risk factor, including. Isn't that crazy? Including, including, including that, smoking. Including yeah. smoking. Okay. Yeah. Um, which tells me, I mean, what. What I hear when when I read that is, that's something that can be avoided, right? I mean, you're choosing what is going in your mouth when you eat mm-hmm. at every meal. You're that you're one hundred percent in control of that. Um, right. Center of Center for Disease Control um, reports that only about one in ten adults in the United States meet the recommended daily intake for what do you think I'm gonna say? Fruits and vegetables. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ten percent of the population—only ten percent—is eating the oh, recommended wow. daily intake for fruits and vegetables. Okay, I know people. I know people that are like, "Oh my god, I don't eat fruit. I hate fruit." Like yep. or veggies? Yeah, They're like I'm not putting veggies in my so body. So that blows my mind. Uh, global, uh, let's see, a global burden of disease study estimated that poor diet uh, contributes to approximately eleven million deaths worldwide each year. Okay, just the food that you eat is the leading factor. Um, mm-hmm. let's see what else. Internal medicine, JAMA internal medicine, uh, study found that higher intake of ultra processed foods. I don't think this is going to be a shocker. Ultra processed foods is associated with a higher risk of cardiovascular disease and mortality. I mean, that's that's a no brainer. Um, gosh, what else is out there? American Heart Association reports that consuming a diet high in saturated fats, trans fats, um, Uh, Added sugars can increase the risk of heart disease and stroke. Again, that's not a shocker. Uh, British Journal of Health and Psychology found that individuals who consume more fruits and vegetables have higher levels of overall happiness and life satisfaction. And that makes sense because if you're eating those things, you're probably feeling better and therefore your mood is better. I mean, let's think about it. Let's be honest. Everyone (laughs) has gone out, right? Everyone has had a Well, let's think of Thanksgiving. Okay. That's coming up. All right. Think about what happens on that day. I think everyone under the sun, if they're, if they're someone who is, is part of a culture that is celebrating, um, experiencing Thanksgiving, everyone overeats. Okay. That day, everyone does. How do you feel? Not good, right? You don't feel good. You don't, you're not, do you you feel like doing a crossword puzzle? Do you feel like doing some math? Do you feel like having a a lengthy conversation that's going to require some emotional uh, fortitude? No, you don't feel like doing anything. You feel like laying on the couch and taking a nap. Okay. Now think about somebody that eats that way chronically and they're trying to live their life day in and day out Mm -hmm. after putting that stuff in their body. I mean, it's, it's, that's what we're talking about.
0: Yeah. And I would say a couple other things that popped in, uh, those are great uh, statistics there. And it's just, again, it, it really doesn't surprise. I don't think you or I, but it helps us understand the importance of nutrition. And so there's a, there was a survey conducted by the American psychological or psychological association that said 61% of adults in high stress jobs, such as school leadership positions reported using, unhealthy eating habits as a way to cope with stress. And I, and I will tell you as a principal that happens to me still, I will come home from work and I will all of a sudden, just like I was telling you, I'll open up a bag of chips and I'm just stress eating because of my day. And because of, I I can't do it. So I don't want anybody to think out there that, Hey, I'm perfect uh, on the way that I do this. There is a, that's real, man. When you're stressed out, it's really easy for you to grow into the cupboard or wherever fridge and grab something and start to indulge in it.
1: And what's the science behind that, Jason?
0: Well, do you know, obviously if, if you're, you mean why people do that?
1: Well, no, I mean, what, what is, I mean, I know loosely, I I just, I'm not asking you as if you know, maybe you don't know, and maybe I'm not even right, but isn't there, I mean, there's a, there's a chemical release, right? Yeah. A hormone release of, of dopamine.
0: Um, yeah. When, it, when you, when you, when you, when you start putting that food, it's, it soothes your, it's yeah. it basically, it starts to soothe you and makes you feel better. Right. It's just like if somebody comes home and maybe alcohol soothes, mm-hmm. soothes them or makes them feel better. It releases that, that short little fix. Um, and so those are things that I think we all need to recognize and be aware of. And, you know, if we, if you understand that, okay, I'm going to come home, I just had a stressful day. Maybe even before you get in that door, what are you going to do? Like, what is it that you're going to do? Uh, Is it, I'm going to, uh, put on my, uh, take off my shoes, put on my walking shoes, and I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go for a 20 minute walk just to get outside and maybe decompress that way. Uh, am I going to, um, Maybe I'm going to read. I don't know, but there's got to be different ways to do it. I still struggle. Kevin, do you struggle with this? Absolutely. Stress eating? Absolutely. Yeah, I, we cope with stress yes. by by eating and all that stuff. Um, you know, the other thing, uh, the other thing that I wanted to share as we get into this here is that um, the Journal of School Health found that principals who engage in now this is not going to shock you, but regular exercise and follow a healthy diet reported higher levels levels of energy, productivity, and overall job performance. So again, like you said, you go and overeat and indulge in all that stuff. It may taste good at the time, mm-hmm. right? Cause it releases all that stuff in your brain and you're feeling it. Like, and then all of a sudden you feel like shit and you don't want to do anything. You're lethargic. You're, Oh, I don't want to do anything. So why are we talking about this? We're talking about this because as principals, as leaders, as educators, we are in a, I'm going to call it a high stress mm-hmm. profession. We are in a high-stress profession, so what can we do with nutrition if what we put in our body is going to help produce the output of how we're going to feel and how we're going to act and how we're going to interact? Well, to me, that's important, and I think that should be important for everybody. The food that's going in and the, the stuff you're putting in is going to put your output on your energy level, how you feel, your mood, and all that stuff. So uh, I think this is you know something uh, that we can talk about. Well, let's just talk in general, but so yeah. Kevin, I'm going to ask you, what are some specific foods that you can think of that help boost energy levels and just improve mood? Because when we're just talking about that, we just said, you can have the foods, the shit that you put in yep. just your, the, the crap, the sugars, yep. the processed foods and all that maybe pop. And then you don't feel good, but then you're, what are the foods that can maybe the opposite of that make you feel good.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, some of the things you want to you want to focus on are you know we all know what carbs are. You know we're talking about complex carbohydrates, right? Things that don't yep. spike your your uh, blood sugar uh, too aggressively. You know proteins, healthy fats. You know, I mean, for, perfect example. Everybody knows I like to come home and have chips and salsa, and I overindulge. I have too many chips. Um, there's nothing good in there. That's not helping me. Um, and it kind t- of tastes good when I'm doing it, but, but legitimately, really? you know, 20, 30 minutes after I do it, I can tell I just overindulged in chips. Well, today yeah. I made a very conscious decision. I came home. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have, I'm going to have a piece of, uh, of bread. I'm going to have some avocado and some, mm-hmm. um, sprouts, some alfalfa or, uh, I think it was alfalfa sprouts today. Mm-hmm. And healthy fats i mean i mean it was great it was great and i can tell my body you know it's been about 20 minutes since i've eaten it and i don't feel the same way that i would if i had eaten chips um (laughs) for sure and and it's good and it tastes tastes amazing um like i said proteins um uh, lean meats fish legumes you know beans i eat a lot of beans as many varieties as i can um you know so Think think of here's here's what I think of. When when my wife and I made this switch, we really thought in color.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: We tried to eat things with as big a variety of vibrant colors as we could. Yeah. You walk through the through the store, right? And everybody knows this. Where should you spend most of your time in a grocery store? On the perimeter. On the go outside, the right? Outside, don't outside, don't yeah. go into the middle. That's where all the crap is. Um, you know. Eighty percent of your stuff should come in the produce section. Your fruits and vegetables. Pick things that are green and red and orange and purple and and all that stuff. Uh, so those are the types of things. And I, I think you know, again, not a doctor. I don't know the science hundred percent. But for me, I can tell when I've had a day where I've where I've um, kept my my blood sugar relatively uh, stable. That mm-hmm. I can tell impacts how I feel. Um, and here's another, here's another tip, you know, do you, do you know this? That, the what is the one thing that, that, not the one thing, but one of the things that Americans are really, really, really low in, um, because of the way that they eat. Do you do, you know, has to do vitamin with vitamin D. Well, that too, but I'm their, thinking, their I'm vitamin thinking fiber, D. fiber,
0: fiber, okay? yep.
1: fiber has an amazing impact on your blood sugar. Um, there's a lot of. Uh, research out there that i've that i've read and and uh, dove into talking about how you know if you eat a handful of broccoli before you have even a bowl of ice cream you can de- mm-hmm. you can decrease your blood sugar spike by as much as 70 percent because that fiber impacts with the with the glucose and it changes the way that your your system reacts to it so fiber is one thing, and right now we just said one out of ten, one out of ten, uh, only one out of ten uh, people are getting the recommended <laughs> amounts of of fruit and vegetables. Well, that's where you are getting your fiber, um, right? And so the other
0: thing too that you were talking about when you're talking about protein-rich foods, and there's different, there's so many different protein-rich foods. You know, and you mentioned a few of them, but th- when you have when you have a, a a diet or your nutrition where you're getting those essential proteins in your body, they're providing those amino acids. And some people take amino acids as like Mm -hmm. supplements and all that other stuff, or they put them in their smoothies, but that's the essential piece there for your um, neurotransmitter production up there. And that's what we're talking about. And you talked about it earlier, which improves the mood, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's your mood. And then the piece that you were just talking about is that energy that you are feeling that you have more energy and you feel better. So those are just, I mean I think those are great yeah. uh foods there but how about this one Kevin how can incorporating uh you know let's just talk about principals leaders educators how if 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 we are incorporating a balanced and nutrition mm-hmm. or nu- nutrient rich diet how does that contribute to better mental health because we talk about that mental and emotional well-being because I believe Everything that we know, there is a connection between sure. the mind, body, and I'll even say spirit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's there's stuff out there in, a, in, a, in whatever foods we're eating that, that we should be consuming that, is, that are physiologically impacting our, our brains, right? Omega-3 fatty acids, uh, B vitamins, antioxidants. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those things have been linked to improve mood, reduce stress. Um, Enhanced cognitive function. I mean, eat a Snickers and down a Coke, and then twenty <laughs> minutes later, try to do some math. Right? Uh, it's not going to yeah, go you well. You have that spike,
0: right? You're <laughs> yeah. spiked, and then you're coming crashing right. down.
1: It's just it's uh. not going to go well. And so, but but there is research out there that that shows that there are certain certain types of compounds and whatnot that actually do um, improve brain function, and and so it's important to get all of those things.
0: Well, I think what I, what I like about it is to understand, and again, this has taken me a long time and you and I've had conversations about food and Mm -hmm. what that does, but the foods you're putting in your body, if they can, if you're putting in the foods that that can actually improve your mood and actually reduce stress, because a lot of times when you're putting all that, I'm going to just call it crap or shit in your body, all that's doing is inflaming your body. And when your body's inflamed, it's stressed. And when your body's constantly stressed, well, your mood's not going to be there. Your Energy level might not be there. Maybe you'll have a quick spike of energy, but then it's gone. So I just think those are things, um, you know, when you said the B vitamins and antioxidants are so good for your cellular uh, reproduction, your health, all that stuff within your body. Um, just awesome stuff there. How about this? Because, um, you said, what did you say? One in, one in that are, aren't eating fruits and vegetables. What was that? Only, one in Only what?
1: one in 10. Only one in 10 is one getting in 10. the daily recommended amount. Okay. So
0: amount. how about this? So, um, again, I want people to start thinking about when, well, if you're a, if you're an educator, you're a leader, um, you're a principal, I start thinking about what can I do to start changing maybe the way I'm looking at my nutrition or the way that I'm doing it. Because if I'm if I can find a little bit of, a, I'll call it like a superpower, and maybe with the superpower is going to be a little bit better nutrition, I want, I want to start doing that. Mm-hmm. But what about, Kevin, particular fruits and vegetables, you know, or those superfoods known for their, again, positive effects on mood and reducing stress? And I can't, I mean, if only one, I, I mean, that just to me blows my mind. That how can we incorporate more fruits and vegetables in our body because they are superfoods.
1: yeah they're for sure i mean you know when, it, when when we're talking about like i said i talked about color okay so mm-hmm. um some people will say well i eat a lot of salad <laughs> right well what, what, what's your lettuce um iceberg lettuce <laughs> you know iceberg lettuce is not there's nothing there's no nutritional value nutritional really it's value it's either, like 99% yeah. water it really doesn't I do mean. a whole lot for you but then we're talking about spinach and kale and and you know there's there's purple kale there's green kale there's dinosaur mm-hmm. kale um there there's all sorts of amazing you know green leafy vegetables out there that that are just they all you know they have a little bit different taste um, and so I would encourage people to go out there and try, try just different varieties and, and, uh, introduce yourself and, and get to know what, what they taste like. And they're just, you know, they're full of, of vitamins and minerals, magnesium, um, all sorts of, stuff. uh,
0: berries. If you're not oh, yeah. eating, if you're not Love eating berries, berries man, blueberries, you Blueberries, baby. All day, feed me any blueberries, blueberries, man. Right. Any berry, but blueberries are, are
1: essential for sure. Um, but man, I mean... Blueberries, raspberries, uh, blackberries, strawberries. I mean, get your berries. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what kind of berry, um, because they're high in antioxidants, Hanna, right? And what do antioxidants? What do they help? They fight cancer. They they yeah. they they, they uh, fight free radicals, which which ultimately um, can
0: lead to cancer. So. And um, protect the brain it, it, yep. I mean, it's all about stress too right yep. And it helps that yep. body with that
1: uh for those of you that are you know eating fish you know salmon tuna high uh, uh foods high and in, in, uh, rich in omega-3 fatty acids i mean those those are um i mean there's a ton of research out there that talks about that cognitive function mm-hmm. and, and the relationship to that Um, and then herbs, there's, there's a whole other category that's not even, you know, people don't really think of them as a food, right? You're not going to sit down and have an herb salad necessarily. I mean, you could, (laughs) but I mean, they are more things that you're adding to your meal, right? Yeah. Um, ashwagandha, um, stuff like that.
0: Hey, you know, uh, some of those herbs and and you talk about it too, and just some of the foods that you, maybe you guys make, and I know we make, but just trying some of those different Mm -hmm. herbs and trying different on there. They're so good for you. I know ashwagandha has been something that I have as a, just a supplement. I don't take it every day, but it is a supplement that I, uh, supplement, uh, just different for different reasons. But again, it, it's mood, it's stress levels and things like that. Yeah. But, um, again, it's all about well being, right? We want to be, we want to feel good, right? Yep. You want to feel good, you know, at home, you want to feel good when you go to work. And so, what Kevin and I are talking about today is nutrition and the importance of really understanding, you know, the foods you're putting in your body. Cause again, the input and the output, what you're putting in, that's going to tell you how you're going to feel. So how about this? Cause I, I am a big snacker, Kevin. I love snacks. I mean, I, I, um, I mean I could, you know, if I could just like grab chips and grab, uh, you know, cookies and all that stuff. And, and what I try to do now, and I've changed a lot. So when I go buy chips now, or when I go buy cookies, usually they are going to be made with like avocado oil. They're going to be made with an oil that's better for me that I know. And they're still not, I mean, you can't eat a lot of them because they're still, you can't put all that crap in your body all the time, but I try to eat better, a better snack. Sure. So what are some, what are some healthy snack options that can curb, cravings and maybe uh maybe kind of make your body feel like you're full
1: yeah oh for sure so so you're talking about calorie dense foods versus yeah calorie yeah that'd be a good way to do it yeah Um, for sure veggies um are great and if people are you know i'm a i'm a dipper (laughs) i like like dips i like i like dips with all my food you know sauces and stuff like that which Mm -hmm. which can be slippery because mm-hmm. they can be extremely calorically <laughs> dense, um, but not right. not nutritionally dense, right? So a lot of calories, not a lot of uh, nutritional value. So you can get in a lot of trouble with that really quick. But um, one great dip for veggies is, is hummus. Okay. Oh yeah, I love hummus. Super super um, nutritional snack. Not super high in calories, but a lot of a lot of nutritional value. Uh, really, really easy to make your own. Uh, we, we buy our hummus, but we also, mm-hmm. we, we make some too from time to time. Um, yeah. really easy with a can of garbanzo beans and some tahini and some lemon juice oh, and yeah. you can make High garlic, you can make yeah. roasted pepper, you know, whatever you can get kind of creative too. It's kind of fun. Um, what else we got? We got, uh, uh, nuts. What about guac? Nut, Is it guac. guac? I
0: like guacamole.
1: Yep. It's just, it's bad when you eat it with a half a bag of chips. <laughs> like I do, uh, so you gotta limit yourself. So like today on the on the toast, that was fantastic. Avocado toast with some. Uh, yeah. Sometimes we'll put cucumber on it. Um, yes. Sometimes we'll put some mushrooms on there. Um, yeah. Uh, nuts and seeds. I don't think I don't think people eat enough nuts and seeds either. And that's the other thing. You you don't need a lot of it, right? I mean, uh, they, right. they can also be high in in calories. Um, yeah, you know, a qu- typically a quarter cup of you know, let's say almonds, for example, are probably 160 calories, um, yeah. but you get a lot of good stuff out of it. And so, um, having a handful of, of of something like that, it's it's gonna it's gonna satiate you. It's gonna make you feel um, full as opposed to you know, eating some candy or some ice cream um, something like that.
0: Anything. God, but is an ice cream good though, no, no, man? Good. Oh God. It is Uh, um, now you just said it. Well, you don't know, speaking of that. Can I just I'm, gonna, I'm gonna interject here a little yeah. bit, but, um, and I know some people, um, you know, are, they don't like dairy or they don't yep. w- for whatever reasons, but you know, for me, I've, I've limited my, my dairy, but I do have, uh, uh some organic Greek yogurt yep. that I throw in and I throw berries on it. And sometimes I'll even throw, um, you know, maybe I'll sprinkle cinnamon, or I take some of my protein powder and I dump some my protein powder yeah. in there, just so I can get that as a snack, as an easy way to do it. And I kind of pretend like it's ice cream, but it's really <laughs> not, Kevin. So
1: <laughs> I'm I'm very similar. Every day I have a I have a, a non dairy obviously yogurt uh, yeah. with some little bit of granola, um, some some nuts some, or seeds, some berries, and then I also every once in a while I'll throw some uh, like a tablespoon of nut butter of some sort
0: as well mix it
1: all up and yeah you can you can you can pretend that it's that it's a bowl of rocky road or something like that
0: absolutely and you you said it earlier too it's the foods that uh that are high in fiber right Mm -hmm. uh protein the healthy fats you know the other the other one that i'll do sometimes and i know again this depends depending on people and what they eat and what they don't eat but i do like hard-boiled eggs i'll make hard-boiled eggs it's an easy simple way for me and again i I'm trying to get the best. Uh, you, you hear me talk a lot about this, the free range, uh, organic, yeah, yeah. um, the way that I, the way that I, the way that I look at things is a little, a little different, but sure. I do like that. Um, but you said the seeds and the nuts as well too. Um, those are great. Those are great, healthy snack options. And the other thing I would say is to have those available, right? If I, if, if you come home, Kevin, and you see a bag of chips and salsa and maybe a healthy option it's really easy for you to go to the, the, the chips and salsa, but if maybe you don't, maybe those aren't there and you have more options of some of these other, I mean, you know, salsa can be good for you too. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's just different things you can do, but maybe make it, maybe more accessible or have it. Maybe you bring it with you to your job, right. To, mm-hmm. to school or wherever you're working and have those uh, snacks like that. Yeah, for sure. Hey, uh, this next, this next question I have for you, because you, you, I think at one time struggled with this, pal, and this is all about hydration. <laughs> okay. And mm. maybe, you know, hydration, drink your water, we, we, people, yeah, it, but it, it make sure, you know, the electrolytes and the, the salts yeah. and all that stuff too, mm-hmm. that you're doing with it. It's because you can drink all the water in the world, but if you, if if they, if you don't have the. The salts and the, the electrolytes yeah. to go along with it it's not really not gonna do anything but how do you and this is a great question for you and I thought about this when I was you know preparing the yeah. week for this but hydration <laughs> how how does hydration impact somebody's well being and then are there any specific maybe uh I don't know beverages that uh maybe you would suggest that could provide some additional health benefits?
1: So Yeah. So yes, I, I've struggled with hydration over the years and, and, uh, a little over a year ago, I dealt with the consequences and had a a very, very painful experience with a kidney stone.
0: Yes. uh, It lasted about five weeks.
1: It was horrible. But anyway, hydration. Yes. It's probably the single most effective way to feel better in pretty instantly is Mm -hmm. is to just, I mean, if you're feeling sluggish, go drink 12 ounces of water.
0: Or if you're hungry, or if you're right?
1: hungry, right? I mean, yeah. it it really is. Um, it it's it's the most inexpensive method. It's probably one of the most effective methods to just feel better and to get your body working a little bit better than it's supposed to than it, than it currently is. I mean, you think about what we're made of. I mean, right? We're we're eighty percent water. Our mm-hmm. cells are water. Our brain there's so much water. And when you're you're dehydrated, I mean. I mean think about what a dehydrated I mean, not, that that sound gross but i mean think about what a dehydrated piece of meat looks like
0: it doesn't look good. it doesn't
1: look i mean well beef jerky i guess is dehydrated but <laughs> um but it's it's not it's not pliable it's not flexible well that's what your your body is literally doing if it doesn't have hydration if it doesn't have enough water in it and so your your cells are are um relying on having Uh, water in order to function properly. So when, when you don't have enough water and you mentioned it, the electrolytes, I mean, the, the, the sodium and the salts and all that stuff, I mean, that impacts your nervous system and your ability Mm -hmm. for your neurotransmitters to work and, um, your neurons and all of it. So, I mean, it is, it is, is absolutely vital. And I, I just implore people just drink more water. And it doesn't, I mean, just drink more water. It's super simple. It's super easy. It's quick. And I guarantee you will feel better.
0: Yeah. And I would say too, you know, obviously you can, you can add some people add like the, the, the salt or the electrolytes mm-hmm. to it to kind of give it a little bit more there with the, the stuff. The other piece you had mentioned, you know, one of the other things I've been reading a lot about is that people are really deficient in magnesium. Mm and the importance of magnesium. And there's different types, obviously, but magnesium what it does for sleep, what it does for stress, what it does for, um, mood, all that stuff. And so that's one area where I would challenge, uh, folks out there listening, go research that because that is something that I've been doing over the last year about the importance of magnesium. And even, even when they talk about anxiety, depression, all that stuff, I mean, I'm not saying that's a, it's a cure all for everything, but, what uh, what I've been reading is that people are deficient in magnesium and what you can do for that. Uh, the other thing I would say, Kevin, on on speaking of hydration here, um, I don't know if I'm a big coconut. Wa- I love coconut water, and I've got this coconut brand uh, of water that I take and I I put that into my smoothie uh, every morning, and so it's a great way for me to make sure I'm getting uh, some good uh, hydration, uh, in the morning, especially after a workout too. Right. Cause you're, yeah, you're sweating sure. and all that other stuff. So yep. good stuff there. Um, let's see. I had a couple other things here. I wanted to ask you about one of them, I guess. And I know, I, I don't know where we are for time right now, pal. Are we, are we, we're are f- we doing okay? We're
1: at, we're at 50 minutes.
0: Okay. Well, we've got, a, I got a couple more questions yep. here and then we'll give some, I Think we'll give the, uh, folks, you and I will talk about some tips and then we'll wrap it up here. But, um, how, you know, a lot of people say, and I hear this a lot, I'm so damn busy. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to prepare. I don't have time to cook. So a lot of times people will go out to eat, right? They'll go mm-hmm. out to a fast food restaurant. Well, you're putting in a lot of processed, just, I think, and I believe it's, it's high sugar, high, all that stuff. That's not good for you. But, are there any tips that you could give people for maybe busy leaders? And that's why, um, I know you and I have talked about this, but what are some tips that you could maybe for meal planning or preparation, um, to ensure that maybe during the week you're getting more consistent, uh, uh, nutritional, uh, foods in your body during the week? Cause yeah, I, everybody's yeah. busy, right? For
1: sure. For sure. And I think a lot of it is just being, being intentional about it and being prepared, you know, one of the things that that uh, my wife and I do every time we cook a meal, we typically cook a little extra um, since we're cooking anyway. It's not really taking any additional work, and then I'll have that for leftovers for lunch, for example, for the next day. So I'm I'm we're, I'm getting my my meal for lunch for tomorrow out of the way with the meal that I'm cooking tonight. So that's one thing. You know, I, I'm not super big on. You know, meal prepping, you know, three, four or five days in advance. We've done it, but that's certainly something you could do, you know, make a. Oh, yeah.
0: There's a lot of people that. Yeah. That.
1: Make a crock pot meal or something or, or uh, mm-hmm. you know, a pressure cooker, um, you know, like an Instapot, you know, make a big meal on a, on a Sunday and, and mm-hmm. dish it out and, and have it for. For the week, I will say we do make uh, one thing that we do make multiple days of is we make a, a tofu scramble is what we call it. Yeah. Um. You know, like eggs and and we put uh, all sorts of different things in there and we dish that out and we usually make probably like three four days of of worth of that. Um. So I think those things are are helpful and then also just you you mentioned it a little just a few minutes ago about making things more accessible if you're somebody who maybe doesn't think about eating fruits or vegetables, set them out on the counter. You, you know, mm-hmm. not, not everything has to be in the fridge. There's lots of fruits that can sit out on on the counters and there's lots of vegetables that can sit out on the counter. Um, ma- make it so that you see it. You walk into your kitchen and you see them there. They're, they're in a bowl and, and they're, you know, rather, rather than the first thing you see is a bag of chips. Now you're seeing fruit. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I would say, you know, thinking about your day too. So like if you leave in the morning and you, maybe you you know you're going to have a busy day, your schedule's full, you're going to have meetings. Um, think about that. Think about, you know, where you're going to be located. Are you going to be out of the building? Are you going to be, you know, at the district office and you're going to have a break for lunch? What are you going to do? Are you going to succumb to just taking the easy route and going out to a fast food restaurant or did you, or did you think about it ahead of time and bring something to eat? You know, those kinds yeah. of things. Um, yeah, I guess those would be my quick, quick little tips.
0: Well, I think those are great tips. And I, I too, you know, we, we'd like to prepare uh, a lot of our stuff. I'll cook, uh, we'll cook on uh, Sundays and get some stuff prepared for the week just because you are busy. And if mm-hmm. you can get some of that stuff done, uh, but then I'm always intentional too. the night before putting together just like I, Uh, you know, for me, I like to, you know, figure out, okay, what am I going to, what am I going to wear? So I'm not stressing out in the morning about what I'm going to wear. I also put together uh, what I'm going to eat. You know, obviously I know my morning routine's pretty, I've been doing that for years now. It's pretty, uh, but what am I going to have for my snack and my, uh, Uh my lunch? So, or if I have to stay late, am I going to bring anything? So just be prepared, know that uh, the better you do. And some people will say it's hard, right? Well, you can choose your hard, right? You can choose, you can choose your hard where you can feel like shit and you can eat all that crap and you're not feeling good. Well, that's hard, right? Or you can maybe spend a little extra time that might be so-called hard, but you're going to feel better. And I'm going to choose that hard rather than the other one. How about, um, you know, this is a piece that, you know, I, I told you my wife, I call her the mindfulness guru. She's got so many different things, but, um, and she talks a lot about this with me and, and we've had conversations about this, but what I'm asking you, but how about mindfulness and just being conscious of eating? Um, how can that contribute to making you feel better both mentally and physically? Because a lot of times it's sometimes people will grab something and they eat it and they don't even know what they freaking <laughs> ate because they, they, they didn't even, they weren't mindfully consciously eating their food.
1: Yeah. I think it's important. I mean, there's not too many times I I can, I can think of situations where I, I I'll grab something and, and I'm about to eat it and I'll say to myself, Oh my God, what am I doing? I don't need this. You know? I mean, it's like, it's like, I guess what I'm saying is very rarely do I practice mindfulness enough to where it impacts my, my diet. I feel like Um, you know, like you said before, we struggle, we struggle just because, just because we are aware of these things and we talk about them and we understand the importance of it doesn't mean that we're perfect. Um, we're far from it, but yeah, I think, I think mindfulness and, and being aware of these things, it's just as important as, you know, being mindful for, um, things that trigger anxiety. Um, yeah. you, you, you're going to benefit from having that self-awareness and and using some mindfulness strategies and, and techniques, uh, regardless of what the, what the thing is that you're being mindful about um, asking yourself, okay, you're about to eat a cookie. How do I feel right now? Like what are my mm-hmm. emotions associated with, with this cookie right now? Did I just have a hard conversation with somebody? Did I just get some bad news? You know, if if we all just took 30 seconds and paused before we ate everything all day long and asked ourselves what what not what not not is this good for me or bad for me not that don't ask that ask the question how am i feeling emotionally right now what am i feeling what am i experiencing what, what am i feeling joy right now am i feeling anxiety am i feeling frustration am i feeling anger and then and then ask yourself is that feeling associated with this type of food Mm -hmm. And if we just did that, I think we would uncover a lot of things about
0: ourselves. Oh, absolutely. I think that's a, that's great advice. I, I even would go and and say too, just to be, uh, just having that, I'd even go just to say having that mindfulness Mm -hmm. or that gratitude of the food that I am going to eat. I'm grateful Mm -hmm. that I do get a chance to eat this food, but then really to, I guess, you know, to be mindful is watch it go in your mouth you know, you're, you're noticing, you're chewing all that stuff that you're talking about and how does that make you feel and, and all that. So I think that's fantastic. Um, when we talk about that, uh, the other thing I would say is, you know, making these changes, they don't need to be, you know, radical and all this other stuff, but they should be something that it just, you start to incorporate into more of a, like, cause it, I thought, I think, I don't know when it was, you and I talk about this a lot. There's no destination, right? Mm -hmm. You're on this journey and make it part of the journey. If we, if you're always focusing on, you got to get to this destination piece or whatever. Yeah. It's important to set goals and go after goals and all that stuff. But the whole piece about nutrition and trying to incorporate some, you know, better healthy habits, it starts just one step at a time and just making those, uh, incorporating those into your life. Um, let's see. All right. Let's, uh, let's see here. I want to go, here's some practical tips. Let's just share some practical tips. And then, um, I know you and I, we found some fun facts too, and maybe we can touch on that and then we'll wrap it up here. But Um, some practical tips that uh, principals, leaders, educators can use to improve their uh, nutritional habits. One, we talked about plan ahead, right? Set aside time to plan your meals and snacks for the week. I think that's a really important thing um, because what you're going to do is you're going to have that prepared and it's going to avoid that impulse, you know, either going to go and I'm going to purchase something Mm -hmm. or I'm going to go grab that Snickers bar or I see those two donuts I'm going to grab. That can help with that. You said this earlier, we were talking about this prioritize nutrient dense foods um, that are rich in nutrients, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, healthy fats. What they're going to do, like we said, they're going to provide that sustained energy and support your, your cognitive function. And that's all about the brain. That's all about your mood, which is so important. Choose healthy snacks, right? I mean, we, we just talked about that making sure you have those on hand. And you said, bring those with you in your bag, have them at work. Yeah. Um, and make mindful. Ch- yeah, Go I, was ahead. Just, I was just
1: going to say I think you were just going to say the same thing I was going to talk about was you you're going to find yourself at from time to time out at a restaurant. Yeah. And you know, depending on the restaurant, you might have an easier option, um easier way to do this, but but be mindful when you when you are eating out and try to eat try to pick something off the menu as healthy as possible, you know, grilled proteins uh, as as opposed to, you know, deep fried stuff. You know, salads, right. vegetable based, based dishes. Um, you know, avoid like I said the 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 fried foods, the heavy sauces, um, drinks. The, right, the we, drinks we know can about kill that. you. We know about that. You sit there and oh, free refills on a Coke, and next thing you know, you've <laughs> had six Cokes. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just it's just crazy. And then speaking of drinking, stay hydrated. There's another tip, right? We already talked yep. about that. Make sure you are just just. I mean, here's the deal. you ne- you're never going to be able to drink too much water. Okay. All right. Just drink. Drink to the point where you're getting annoyed that you have to go to the bathroom so much. That's that's what you should be doing. Um, processed foods. Make sure you're limiting those. Uh, that's including you know sugars. I don't think we. Yeah. Talk, I don't think people talk about sugar enough. Sugar sugar is, Ooh. sugar it, is bad. <laughs> sugar does a well, lot can, of I mean, stuff. Well,
0: yeah, and uh, inflammation being one. Right, yeah. when your body's inflamed, that's how you get. Yeah. That's how you get sick. That's how you get all sorts of things. How man. you your age. Stress.
1: That's why you. That's why somebody that that is sixty looks like they're ninety, um, right. or vice versa. I mean, it, it inflammation does does just just horrible things to your just to your skin and just just everything else
0: as you age. Well, the so. weight gain too, mm-hmm. right? The processed yep. foods and the sugars. You're gonna gain weight, and you get yeah. Yep. So, what um, else we got? Yeah. And then I would just say the last thing to wrap it up is really just be mindful. I mean, really pay attention, be aware. We talk about self-awareness, yep. be aware of, of what you're doing with your nutrition and, and make that uh part. Let's talk about some fun facts here. Sure. Um, uh, <laughs> I've got, uh, I've got a few here, um, that I'll read and then I want you to read, but, okay. uh, how about this? And, and did you know that eating dark chocolate can boost brain function, and improve cognitive abilities? Dark chocolate contains, um,
1: Flavonoids.
0: Uh, yeah. Flavonoids. Thank you. I, I went blank there on my, on my, uh, in my brain. Flavonoids that increase that, that can increase your yep. blood flow to your brain, enhancing in alertness and focus. So, I, did, I did know dark, that one.
1: That's why I yep, knew the I word did. flavonoids.
0: Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, dark chocolate. I do. I do. it. Uh, Becky and I have, uh, we, have we have this uh, brand that we buy. It's this dark chocolate. And it's a little snack that we mm-hmm. have after dinner. We break off a piece. Uh, avocados, right? That mm. is often referred to as a superfood. Not only provides healthy fats, but also contains high levels of vitamin E, which is known to support brain health and cognitive function. Mm-hmm. Blueberries, which is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I have blueberries pretty much every day. Uh, not only are they delicious, but they're packed with antioxidants that can improve memory and cognitive function. They're often referred to as brain berries. Mm -hmm. And then the last one I have here before I turn it over to you is the omega-3 fatty acids found in fatty fish like salmon sardines, uh, not only good for the, the heart health, but also been linked to improve mood and reduced risk of depression, mm-hmm. which can positively impact your leadership abilities. Mm-hmm. What are some other fun facts here that- Yeah, uh, we've
1: got uh, some stuff about nuts. Um, we, we talked about uh, nuts and seeds being an integral part of, of what you eat, and I don't think enough people do that. Um, you know, almonds, walnuts, I mean, pick anyone you want. They're high in vitamin E, omega fatty, fatty omega-3 fatty acids, antioxidants, uh, which are known to support brain health and cognitive function, just like a lot of these other things. Uh, green tea. I don't know if we talked about green tea at all. Oh yeah, I it contains about that the one. the L theanine, uh, mm-hmm. which is an amino acid that promotes uh, uh, relaxation. Uh, I mean, when you think of drinking tea, don't you just think of being relaxed, yeah, uh, relaxed. Yeah. Um, yes, calmness, so while enhancing focus and attention? Um, it's it's somebody you know. It's a great alternative for coffee if somebody's not a big coffee drinker. Um, and then I talked about this in the beginning, incorporating color, just, just find things that are colorful, fruits and Mm -hmm. vegetables, um, the, the, the brighter, the more vibrant the color, typically the, the more vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants that are going to be in, in those foods. So just pick colors. Um, and then again, that hydration, uh, we talked about that optimal brain function. Um, even mild dehydration can, can impair your cognitive performance, uh, so just drink your water, and you will also avoid kidney stones, which is vital. <laughs> Let me tell you,
0: it's vital. So uh, absolutely. Um, before I wrap up here, yeah. I, you know, we we do, we probably could have spent more time oh, on this, yes. but this if could you have been three hours, if you, I know, but the stress, the stress eating can mm-hmm. be so challenging, and how do you combat stress eating? with what are some strategies? And so one of the things that uh, I have here is I want to, you were mentioning this earlier, but being able to identify what are your triggers? Mm -hmm. What are the situations? How do you feel? What are the stresses that typically lead you to stress eating? If you can start to really slow down and go inward, you know, we talk about that mindfulness and and being self-aware and understanding yourself to figure out what those triggers are. Uh, that can help you start to develop strategies to manage uh differently the other thing i talked about earlier is find an alternative coping mechanism when you're talking about uh stress eating maybe it's before i come in the house i'm going to tell myself you know what i'm going to put on some different shoes and maybe i'm going to head out and i'm going to go for a walk i'm going to go do something that is maybe a little bit different uh maybe i'm going to go walk around the uh, my yard maybe i'm going to do some deep breathing maybe to do a meditation Hey, you know, a lot of people have talked about music too. We talk about listening to music and how important that is or engaging in a hobby or an activity that you enjoy, uh, you know, something like that. Um, creating a balanced and nourished, uh, nourishing meal plan. Make sure that again, it's more about planning here, well balanced. And we've talked about this, your, your mix of proteins, uh, what type of whole grains, your healthy fats, uh, plenty of fruits and vegetables uh, that's going to help with stabilizing your blood sugar. And you said it earlier too, just about maintaining, yep. uh, yourself. So any other, uh, strategies there to help with,
1: you know, if you uh, want to get, you want to get real crazy and fancy and talking about what you just said, you know, identifying triggers, keep a journey journal. Keep a food diary. You know, it takes a little bit of work. Um, I myself, and it could be an electronic, you know, I've, I've used uh, uh, my fitness pal uh, to log a Mm -hmm. a bunch of stuff. I've done that for a long time. Um, Especially when I first started changing the way that I was eating, just to get a better understanding and I could look back and I could kind of reflect and, and think about things. I wasn't necessarily, you know, writing down things as far as like how I felt, but you certainly could. I think there's a place for that. Um, you know, creating a supportive environment, you know, here's, you know, that, that part's huge. I mean, I don't think I could have made the change that I made if my wife wasn't also doing it at the same time. That would that would have been Mm -hmm. very, very difficult. Um, so find a group of people that are, that are willing to do the work with you and you can support one another and encourage each other. And, and, uh, um, so that, that's a good one. And then, you know, this doesn't have to do with eating, but regular exercise. Um, yep. you know, physical activity, it's going to help that r- reduce that stress, which maybe your stress is what's causing you to do the stress eating. So if you can combat it from a different, different approach, um, that might also help. And if and last thing, you know, don't be afraid to, to seek professional help. Yeah. If, if this is something that, that has been happening it's been going on and, you know, for a long time and you haven't been able to make the changes that, that you are really needed, seek professional help there are plenty of right. people out there that are um um you know able to to provide that support so
0: yeah the i i think that's so awesome Like, d- we can't forget about sometimes you're going to need other people yeah. and it's okay to go out and and maybe find somebody if it's through therapy if it's through account whatever you want to do to get yourself that that help it's okay to do that and the last piece i want to end with here before i want i want you to share one of your big takeaways and i'll share a takeaway here but make sure you're practicing self-compassion too. Really be kind to yourself. You're going to slip up. I mean, you and I, we laugh, we slip, we slip up, you know, I'll come in and I'll come in and joke with you and say, God, I just took about a half thing of peanut butter and 45 (laughs) chocolate chips in my mouth. And you know, it was great. So, but recognize again, I said this, it's a journey. It's not a destination. Um, you're going to have occasional indulgence. That's okay too. We, we talked about that all the time. And sometimes it's okay to you know what? I'm going to go indulge in a, a a pizza here this weekend because I did I did really well this week, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna have that. It's, it's you reward yourself too. Uh, focus on your progress rather than perfection, uh, and just celebrate the small victories along the way. So, Kevin, yeah, what are you going to leave listeners with here today? That a piece of advice that you think people could start doing right away to incorporate into understanding the role of nutrition in their life.
1: This one's easy. I want, I want to, I want to give people a challenge. Uh, it's, it's not difficult. I want you to replace one meal a week with something that, that is a healthier version. And so, you know, rather than saying, Oh no, cut out all the stuff you enjoy, um, every day, all day, all week. No, I just want you to replace one meal. So instead of having whatever it is for dinner, make a nice salad and maybe some soup or something like that. Um, have some lean protein, you know, whatever it is. Um, I'm not going to sit here and tell you exactly what, what you should be eating, but make sure, you know, make sure you've got a variety of things that, that, that are healthy. And, and so just try it, just do one meal a week and then reflect on it and ask yourself and, and, and really be honest with yourself. Do I feel different? an hour after I had that meal then I do the other meals that I have that week. And if you, and if you do, then incorporate a second one and make just small changes. So start with one meal a week. Love it. I think that's you? great.
0: Yeah. I think there's so much uh, on this topic. Uh, the piece that I talked about self-compassion, I think that's a big one, but this is a piece that I, I am going to share with leaders. I want to leave with principals. I want to share with educators is that, Be a positive role model for those around you, right? If you are a parent, uh, if you are one with kids, if you are one that other people are going to see, be that role model to show people that you can do it and you can make uh, good choices when it comes to your nutrition. You can be disciplined with it. You can take care of yourself because when you're taking care of yourself and showing the importance of I love myself. I care about myself. I'm going to put good stuff in my body because I want to continually feel good. You're going to model to other people what that's like. And I think that is a huge piece that you can inspire other people with when you're prioritizing uh, yourself and the foods you're putting in your body. So, with that, my friend, I always enjoy these conversations. I get fired up, I get excited. This was a fun uh, one, I like this one. What are you gonna have for dinner now? What do you What do you have for dinner? Honestly, I'm
1: not even sure. I'm I not sure I'm gonna walk upstairs. I think, it's, I think it's some type of veggie, some um, baked veggie dish of some sort, just kind of a hodgepodge of some grains and potatoes and veggies and I don't know.
0: There you go, it'll be good yeah. for you though. It's gonna make you feel better. Hey, I appreciate everybody joining us today on the Two Principles pod. Remember, it always starts with you, Kevin. And so...
1: Yeah, everybody have a great week and uh, make sure you're taking care of yourself and others and continuing to live and lead with purpose.
0: Have a good one. well.